The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mosenzel, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award winning author Mia Mosenzia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show. Powered by Sonicweb Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for your needs. And brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with Amazing Lay, who's multi-talented, who's a DJ and a promoter from Coral Spring, Florida, with a passion for um, music beginning at the age of 12. She began DJing at the age of 20 at Lynn University in Boca Raton, also played violin, piano, and also in church, music recitals, in orchestras, on a Beatles tribute concert, and also an avid Beatles fan, and uh, interviewed a lot of great musicians, and uh, she's also got... Um, the history and rock and roll talk about her um radio show and also some upcoming events a lot of beatles memorabilia live ladies and gentlemen from the plus studios in uh beautiful sunny florida we got the multi-talented dj promoter and radio host of our wonderful show the history of rock and roll ladies and gentlemen megan pacey megan good morning good afternoon good evening thanks for joining us today no problem mike it's good to be on your show for the very first time and i want to say thank you for this nice introduction i appreciated it well, it's great to have you on board, Megan. So you're a DJ and promoter from uh, Coral Springs, Florida, with a passion for music beginning at 12. And you began DJing at 20 at Lynn University in Boca Raton. You also play violin, piano. You yep. also performed in church, music recitals, and an orchestra at a Beatles tribute concert. And you're also an avid Beatles fan and um, also follow a lot of music. You got the website, History of Rock and Roll. You also got events coming up. You got a radio show. And before getting to all that, Megan, tell us how I first got started. Okay. Well, you see, it all started 20 years ago when I was 12 years old. You see, it started, you see, I was into cartoon as a young kid first, and I want to know about cartoons. But then when a Disney film, Lilo and Stitch, came out, uh, when I was watching a trailer, they were playing a song I liked called Hound Dog. And then I started liking it. And then all of a sudden, I asked my dad, who sings that song? And he <laughs> said, Elvis Presley. And that's how I got to know about the king of rock and roll, Elvis. And then and then I start knowing about Elvis's songs like Pound Dog, because that's one of the first songs I got into. Then I know Heartbreak Hotel or Suspicious Minds. And then I start knowing about Elvis and then start knowing about the oldies music when I on South Florida's oldies radio we used to have magic 102.7 and it's a fun radio station to listen to you get to listen to all the music from way back then although it's really before my time and most people think i'm too young to know these music and some people said they're amazed about my knowledge of music and so that's how it happened i, I went to elvis and then later i went into the beatles 
I've been loving the Beatles ever since, same age. So that's how it all happened. And then, and then as years went on, when I was 15, if someone says, why won't you be a DJ? And then I said, hey, that's a good idea. I'll be a DJ. And then I started to know who the artists were. Some people I start to know who they are or some people, some I don't know. It's like, it's like history's of great music from way back then. Like we first learned about the 50s because 50s is a decade with the birth of rock and roll. The 60s is another generation that changed everything. Well, not just, but the Beatles changed everything, not just rock music, but pop culture. And then we're into the 70s with great soft rock, with great some hard rock or classic rock or even disco. That changed everything. So I'm into the 50s, 60s, and 70s. I would love doo-wop. I love the British invasion mostly, and I love the psychedelic. I mean, I love everything. I love the monkeys. I love Motown. I love everything, but mostly Elvis, but also mostly the Beatles. And that's what I love. And what so. was it one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you do in the rest of your career? What was that one precise moment for you? One precise moment? Hmm. Yes. Let's. Well, let's see. Um, well, let's see. My my most moment. Well, let's see. Ever since I got into it, let's see. My other moment I like by liking the oldies is is concerts because going to concerts was a lot of fun, and it makes it's like going there to see people watching the shows. That, that brings memories alive at that time. So that's how I got into it. And then also with rock and roll, when I started going to Lynn University in Boca Raton, that's when it all happened. Um, about tw 2010, <clears throat> I asked one of the staff saying, um, why won't you, well, I said, <clears throat> sorry, um, I was saying, I like to be a radio host someday. And he says, why won't you talk to Bob Trainer?" And Bob Trainer's the guy who trains me what to do in the studio. So he taught me what to do, how to use the radio board, how many channels I have to use, you know, and, and then I have to, and then, and then as I got in, as I got to, got trained by Bob, I started to do my own show. So I called it the history of rock and roll. I would bring my CDs. I would bring like my, like my iPod or, or anything I can play on YouTube, and that's how it happened. And then later, I started to get some guests on the show. Like, like when I started getting guests, I started to get some people I know from Florida first. That's how it happened. And um, yeah, that's my moment: the concerts and, of course, the radio. Mm -hmm. And then, how about you know, besides the Beatles, Elvis, and all the groups you mentioned? Who are some of your other favorite artists and singers growing up? Well, let's see. Oh, that's a good question. Well, besides Beatles and Monkeys and Elvis, though, I love the Rolling Stones. They're one of the greatest bands I love. I love The Who, and they're one of the great bands. Um, hmm. You know, those are good questions. Uh, I also love country music because there are, there's some yesterday's country I love. I mean, they're fun to watch, you know. They're fun to listen. <laughs> I mean, that's all I like, so... Mm -hmm. And of course, we'll also talk about your uh, career as well, too, not just being a DJ, you played violin, piano, and um, involved a number of uh, projects as well, too. We'll talk about that, but first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Soundweb Studios. Visit online at soundwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Soundweb Studios is the answer. Soundweb Studios offers fast, affordable, custom web designs at below the competition <laughs> way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. 
That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention Mike Whitener. She'll get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor, the Mike Whitener Show, international warring author Mia Molsonzia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molsonzia has garnered great reviews, and Eve 11 enjoys by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Ms. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molsonzia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, or 40 podcast platforms heard in over 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, Apple Music. Also on HamiltonRadio.net every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Also on BitChute, Rumble, and a few networks coming soon. Take the Mike Widener Show on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Weiner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, got Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia. Great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also t-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash Mia Molsonzia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Weiner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the MikeWeinerShow.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with the amazing DJ and promoter of uh, Coral Springs, Florida, with a passion for um, music, uh, Megan Pacey here on the Mike Widener Show. Before I talk about the history of rock and roll, your radio show, and your family's career, you play violin, you play the piano, you're in church, music recitals, and you're in the orchestra at a Beatles tribute concert. And uh, tell us about some of your musical background and, um, you know, the uh, what inspired to uh, do things and maybe just um, a bit of story behind it. Well, let's see. Well, it started with my dad because my dad used to play violin when he was a teenager through college. It's when while he used to live in New York. Well, you see... When I was in the sixth grade, I was um, into, I was in a music class and we were starting to learn violin. And then all of a sudden I start going through my dad's old violin that he used to play well, a long time ago. And then he got me into music lessons. So I started doing music lessons. Uh, I used to take an orchestra class and that's how it happened. But then all of a sudden my mom says, hey, why won't you do a play like in the orchestra or something? And I said, Hey, I like that idea. And then I started trying to play in the church and I started at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton here in Coral Springs with my music director, Edward Person. Great guy, great music director and a great talented pianist. And Ed is like a brother to me. And I would play every mass every Sundays. And mm -hmm. also and to keep me busy at that church, we would do Easter Sundays with the with the quartet. But mostly we do Christmas and I would help Ed with, with Christmas music. <clears throat> and um, and also besides that, but now as since I, I no longer play at St. Elizabeth, I started ending up playing in another church just temporarily, which is St. Andrews. And then we got some nice people there too. And recently, yes, I did play in an orchestra with a Beatle tribute show, which was last January with the Academy Orchestra. And that was in Stewart, Florida. Uh, wow. conducted by Tom Stravinsky, great conductor, and he does a great job organizing and composing all the great arrangement for the Beatle music with a Beatle band. 
well, Liverpool Live. I mean, they used to do it with McCartney Mania, but now it's with Liverpool Live. And we do it at the Lyric Theater. And, and the truth is, it's a lot of fun doing with the orchestra. And the truth is about me playing music, it's like a gift from, from the Lord. So. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like it as well, too. And um, also, any other pursuits you plan on doing, like with, um, you know, playing orchestras or music or anything like that, you know, besides uh, DJing and having a website as well? Um, yeah, I would say so. Sure. Okay. All right. Of and, and, and of course, you also segue over to um, the history of rock and roll as well, too. And uh, you got that website, got a radio show. And um, yeah. tell us more about that and uh, what inspired you to, um, sure. to get that going. So tell okay. us more about your program. Of course. Well, it's still at Lynn University and it's a 50s, 60s and 70s show and sometimes 80s. We play music like to keep memories alive. <clears throat> we do it for fun. And also, um, we play Beatles mostly. We do Who Comes in Concerts. We do a tribute, anniversaries, lots of others. And um, it's like for fun. And also, we get a lot of guests to call in on the show. And I said earlier, we get people that, that called in. One from Florida. We had Chris McDonald on the show when we do an Elvis topic. Uh, when we do Beatles, I would have Joe Johnson on. He's the host of Beatle Bronx. a really great personality great friend of mine and a most trusted guest i had joe on the show and we would talk about beatles or what is coming up including paul ringo's upcoming concert or what upcoming cds or anniversaries on the beatles mm -hmm. um besides that we have people come in the studio including forms in a band in south florida uh besides that we get someone famous on the show um the first one we had someone famous was bobby hart who wrote songs for the monkeys and Having Bobby was amazing and really nice guy. And then we started getting other ones famous. Like uh, we had Jim Peterick from Ides of March. He was he's great. He's a really good runner. I like him. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's great. Um, and then also we started to get others. We got Tommy James on the show. He's amazing. Uh, we had John Sebastian. We had Joey Mullen from Badfinger. If you love Badfinger. Uh, we also had uh, Rod Argent from Zombies. We also have like photographers on the show. Elliot Landing, he's a photographer for Woodstock. We had Henry Deltz, he's a, another amazing photographer in California. We have Bob Bruin, who took pictures for John Lennon from New York. I mean, oh my he's gosh, amazing. Wow. Yes, we had Chuck Lavelle on the show. He plays for the Rolling Stones for 40 years. I mean, he's another amazing guy to talk to. Uh, we had Denny Tedesco, the film director for The Wrecking Crew. I mean, he's great. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and of course, for Beatles, we would get a lot of guests to talk about the Beatles, including Beatle authors. And this was the idea by a woman named Nicole Michael of the 910 Public Relation. And she suggested me to get some authors on the show. And I like the idea. We get Terry Crane. He wrote a book on the Beatles merchandise, the NAMS. We had Jude Sutherland Kessler. She wrote a book on, um, oh yeah, she wrote a book on series on John Lennon. We even had Kenneth Womack, a Beatle historian. We also had Jay Bergen, who does a trial, uh, as a trial lawyer for John Lennon against Morris Levy. We also had Lori Jacobson on her new book, uh, Top of the Mountain on the Beatles at Shea Stadium. Of course, Dave Swenson, the same, he wrote the same book about Shea Stadium, but a different kind of story about Shea Stadium. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, we have Robert Horinius on Yellow Submarine, 
he was amazing too. And besides Beatles, we would have guests to talk about the connections on the monkeys besides Bobby Hart. We would have, I had two people that played for Mickey Dolan's and they were amazing. Wayne Avers and John Billings. We also had a couple of people to talk about monkeys on Monkey Mania Radio, like Charles Rosne. And Rosne is a great guy. And I would have him talk about Beatles and monkeys because he, he does conventions and events on the monkeys and the Beatles. We also have, let's see, we have Mick Lawless. He was great. We also have Fred Velas on the Beatles book he came out, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, and A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, number two. That wow. was amazing. And also we had uh, the, the person you you interviewed, and he's also a really big monkey fan, uh, Mickey Galena. Yeah, Mickey. I know him. That's right. What a guy. Should we give a big shout out to him or something since sure. uh, he helped you get on? Yes, yes. I mean, he's got to be the number one uh, monkeys fan, Beatles fan, whatever fan, you fan, yes. everything else. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I had him on to talk about the monkeys, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anything, any topics. And then we do shows who comes in concert, as I said, the Stones. We did the Who. We do everything. And then there's someone's tribute who passed away recently. We do that. Or anniversaries. We would do the years. So that's it. So that's what I do for fun. And, of course, on my website, we get more listeners on the show. Like, one time when I do live, we start to get more listeners. But with the rebroadcast now as a podcast, we get more and more listeners as well so we get listeners from florida we get listeners from los angeles well actually california vegas new york we got one in memphis we got listeners from like london and liverpool and we also got listeners from sirius xm the beatles channel and 60s gold and we even got the rock and hall of fame tuning in and the musician hall of fame in nashville so wow that's interesting and uh what percentage would you say um that, that the people from Liverpool tuned in since you mentioned about that? Ooh, that's a good good question, Mike. Well, let's see. <laughs> that's a really good question. Well, let's see. What, or, or, or not percentage. would be like maybe like a, a good portion, like in the middle, the higher up, the lower. It's like, where would you say like um good portion of Liverpool? You said to get a good portion of people from Liverpool t- tuning in. What? Well, let's see. Um, maybe medium or higher. It's it's hard to tell. You know, it's really hard to tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really hard to tell. Okay, and and, and also too that uh, you've been on the Beatles a lot as well too. What was the most interesting Beatles story that you ever encountered, or what was the most interesting um you know Beatle topic that you interviewed that just really oh. blew your mind? Oh, what was the wow. most interesting that really stood out for you? Wow. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of topics about the Beatles that I like. I mean, let's see. That's a really good question, Michael. Let's see. Okay, let's see. <laughs> or, or like I, say, or like say about the Shea Stadium, or John 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 Lennon's photographer, or even like the Cavern Club, or anything like that, or even like you know what what's the most bizarre? Like say with um you know you know Ringo Starr and uh, you know you know. Their offshoots and everything. Paul McCartney, you know, what he likes to eat or anything like that. There's stories that you talk to people, but it's like, what was like the most interesting interview that you that you have ever talked to? And uh, talk about that. What was the most interesting uh, interview that stood that stood but, out to you? Um, well, there's one last February. I did a show called The Beatles Fab Four Cities. That's like in Liverpool, London, Hamburg, and New York. And I interviewed three 
amazing guests on the show. And they're like tour guides. Uh, David Bedford, he's an author on Liddy Pool, and he's like a tour guide learning about Liverpool. And he's also an author on other books on the Beatles, like on the Beatles, like the fifth Beatle, like finding a drummer or, or the Beatles into country music. So David Bedford's great. Another one, Richard Porter, he's another great tour guide. And he would tell you about the different locations, the Beatles in London, like you'll see where Paul lives at St. John's Wood, or he'll tell you about Abbey Road, like where the fans can walk across uh, at that zebra crossing where the Beatles did that for their album, Abbey Road, or Savile Road, where the Beatles did the rooftop concert, um, or even, wow, lots of others in London. And also there's Susan Ryan. She's amazing too, to tell me about the Beatles in New York, including their first US visit, or even where John Lennon stayed in Dakota. That, that, that's, that's one I really like the most. Um, in uh, that's one topic I like on the mm. Beatles at Fab Four Cities. Now, now, what about the guests that uh, that directly uh, interacted with John, Paul, George, and Ringo? It's like who are some of the guests that you had on that were directly connected to John, Paul, George, and Ringo? Who are some of them? Well, let's see. Interacting with one of the Beatles. Well, let's see. Well, I interviewed Bob Gruen. He had some good interacting and, and he's a close friend with John Lennon and he and I would have him talk everything about John like he oh, would say. Oh, really? Like what? Well, like you would talk about how how John had Bob to take a picture of John like to the Statue of Liberty because John wants to show that he wants to be kept in the U.S. Because when he was in New York, Nixon was trying to kick him out of the country at that time because of against the Vietnam War. And also. He had. He also had Bob Gruen take pictures of him anywhere until John passed on. Well, until he got shot and killed. But that was a good interaction. Um, let's see. Now, another now, one is not. Now, 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 let me get back to Bob Bruin. Was Bob Bruin the photographer? Um, the one that took the picture of uh, John Lennon the night he was killed. Uh, no, he didn't. But there was one. There was a woman I heard who took pictures of John right before he got killed on that day. Was Annie Libowitz. Uh, she took some shots until he got. Right before he got killed. Wow, that was something, and uh, yes. you probably have her on the show too. And um, you know, going back Not to really. what's no, that? No, I didn't. Have, I didn't have Annie Lipowitz on. Just Bob Bruin. Okay, and then you also want to talk about some of the others as well too, like you know, more on John Lennon connected than George, Paul, Ringo, and everything else. It's like you know, you know, basically, it's like what was um George's personality, Paul's personality, Ringo's personality. You know, based on, you know, the people you had on, it's like with their interactions with these guys. Okay, well, I got one that has interaction with Paul McCartney, and this guy is the former guitarist for Wings since 1978, and that is Lawrence Juber. Oh, yes, and that's it. I, I love Wings. That's one of my favorites, yes. <laughs> yes, Lawrence is a great guitarist. I mean, I start got I got him on the show with the help of his wife, a Hope Juber, and Hope is actually the daughter of Sherwood Schwartz, the creator of the... Brady Bunch. So, oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> yes, she's the one who helped me. So, I got Lawrence, and Lawrence is actually a really nice guy, a really talented guitarist, and also great guitar picking. I mean, he would tell me about how he joined Wings because it started with Denny Lane. And then he tells me how he played with Wings with Paul on the orchestra theme, and that was from the album Back to the Egg. And that was a great album he discussed. He, we talked about how Paul McCartney got in trouble in Japan. That was back in 1980. So that was a good 
interaction Lawrence Juper had. Um, that's that's another one. Um, another person who had a good interaction with George Harrison I interviewed is Joey Molin from Badfinger. I like he told that. Me a story. Yeah. He told me how Badfinger recorded stuff with George Harrison, including for the All Things Must Cast album. Uh, and also when Badfinger joined with George for the concert for the Bangladesh. So that was amazing, too. And and the reaction with Ringo, I interviewed a couple of people that told me some cool stuff with Ringo, including three guests I had on that, that were in the all-star band with Ringo. I had Mark Farner. He told me some cool, influ- cool amazing mm-hmm. memories he had with Ringo. I had him on uh, my show. I, he was terrific. Yes, from Grand Funk. Great guy, too. Um, we had Rick Derringer, um, you know, rock and roll hoochie coo. He mm-hmm. told me some cool moments he had with Ringo and Rod Argent. From the zombies, because I would ask him, what was your great moment with Ringo Starr? And they would tell me about it. So it mm-hmm. was amazing. And, and, then, uh-huh. and then in terms of like the personalities, is like interacting with Paul and George and Ringo and all that. What were they really like as people? You know, what was Paul really like as a person? What was George really like as a person? And what was Ringo really like a person, according to the guests you on the show? Well, let's see. I mean, well, with Ringo, I mean... You know, when when I was when I was interviewing these artists, some they said they think Ringo like has a great time with the All Star, or even he would give out peace and love because that's what Ringo is. And Paul McCartney, you can have a sense of humor, you know, to the fans or to the people that that were with him too. Or George Harrison, sometimes, sometimes George can be sometimes nice, and sometimes he can be the quiet Beetle because that's what he is—the quiet Beetle. So. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's one of the better guitars as well, too. I mean, you got to yeah. have that balance as well, too. And of course, there was an interesting thing I had about uh, in terms of leadership, you know, like a leadership style of John, Paul, George and Ringo, you know, just all the way down the board. So I guess you can say it's like, how would you describe your personality as one of the Beatles? Oh, describe the personality. Well, that's a good question. Well, it depends on how I meet them. You know, it depends on how you meet them. If they, if you see them, so if I ever met him, I would wish I would see them nice or say hello or had a good if they have a great sense of humor, you know, it would be mm-hmm. great. Right. E- even with even with Beatle tribute bands, when I meet them, they, they sound super nice to me, too. Mm hmm. OK. All right. And, and plus also, too, that um, you also and uh, what are some of the up, upcoming uh, Beatle projects that you have uh, on your plate as well? Oh, yes. Beatles on the Beach. It's promoted by a good friend of mine. I mentioned you, Mr. Daniel Hartwell. You see, it started three years ago and we had Edgar Winter headlining for this event with McCartney Mania with the Academy Orchestra. And it was a fun time. And and also we're going to be having one in December to make up two years ago. So and we're going to be having Mickey Dolan's uh, part for this event. So that's going to be exciting. And also the exciting news is I'll be interviewing Mickey Dolan soon in December, which will be the week before the event. So Beatles on the Beach is on December 15th through the 18th. Besides Mickey, we're going to be having uh, the Academy Orchestra with Liverpool Live. And we're also going to be having some great, amazing bands from around the world or around different states. Like we're going to be having Beatline. I met them at Abbey Road on the River and I suggested them to be part for this event. I said, and I found that they're going to be part for it. So they're called Beatline Finland. We got one from Israel, the Day Trippers. We got one from Brazil, Beat and Shout. We got 
I mean, we got everybody coming from around the states, I said, around the country. And and for me, I'm going to be guest host and speaker for the event, like introducing the bands and and there will be a lot of great activities we're going to be having and so on. So I'm actually excited to be that mm. Beatles for Beatles on the beach. And it's mm. fun. Mm-hmm. And, and it sounds like it. I'm sure they've been on the beach as well, too. And where's some of the other uh, Beatle tidbits that people don't know about? You know, where are some of the things that nobody knows about John Lennon or even Paul George or Ringo? It's just like you hear about the news about, you know, you know, they like this, they like that. They got their quirks and everything. What are, what are some of the things that, um, you know, it has not been mentioned in the press that um, you, you've been, like, you know, talk about everything else? It's like, you know, what should we more know about John Paul George Ringo that's been never been to the press? Never been asked in questions, interviews, everything like that. You know, just little tidbits. It's like, you know, very few people know about. Hmm. I see. Well, yeah, you could say that. Well, when I was, when I saw, when I learned about the Beatles, you used to see all the Beatles were into the press, you know, and they had to come up with what answer they had to say in those questions. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I want to have Paul or Ringo on the show, but the truth is, it's hard to get him on the show. It mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm sure Paul would have no problem. I'm sure. So. <laughs> yes, you know, my moments on the Beatles is going to Beatle tribute shows, which is fun. Doing a radio show, but the biggest moment I like is seeing Paul in concert. He puts on a great show, and of course, seeing Ringo. He does a great job with the all-star band, but yes, of course. Mm-hmm. And he also got some memorabilia as well, too. I noticed on the back, back wall as well, too, in the uh, three right there I see. Reminds me of that uh, great cartoon back in the day. So, <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's the beat-up blow-up dolls back in, like, 1965. But what you said is correct, because that is based from that Beatle cartoon, and that's been around since 1965, and that's one of those Saturday cartoons on ABC. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned about that cartoon. You know, um, speaking of the cartoons, I uh, two years ago while we were in the pandemic, I interviewed this animator who actually did some Beatle animations on the cartoon and Yellow Submarine. But sadly, he passed away, and we were supposed to have him at Beatles on the Beach, and that is Mr. Ron Campbell. Ron Campbell, I mean, another great guy. I mean, he would talk about the. Beatles, what kind of sceneries he would put in for, for the movie and stuff. And besides Beatle cartoons, he would talk, he would do cartoons on Hannah Barbera's. We even cartoons from Nickelodeon, well, the earlier Nickelodeon cartoons in the 90s. So, but the, but I enjoy the Beatle cartoons that Ron Campbell does. So, hmm. that's really interesting as well, too. And what, and what what's your favorite cartoon besides the Beatles growing up? I'm going to throw that out there just for the fun of it. Okay, Megan, are you still with us? Okay, we froze for a minute. Megan, uh, favorite cartoon? Yeah, hmm. yeah, we yeah we let's froze see. for a minute. Just want to make sure you heard. Well, let's see. Okay, let's give uh, time okay, to think well, here. Okay, well, my so. favorite Beatle cartoons. Let's see. Well, there's some there's favorite I like from the Yellow Submarine movie. The one I like is the music because because George Martin, the producer, does a great job, you know, with a great orchestra arrangement. I thought that was neat as well. Um, the other one I like is, I don't know if you remember this scene. I like when he says to Ringo, whatever you do, don't touch that button. And then when Ringo pressed it, he got shot out. <laughs> it was, that was funny. Or there's one scene where they meet a nowhere man named 
Jeremy. I, I thought that was cute too. So the one I like is Yellow Submarine because that's because it's one of the great cartoons and best so far. Or so. or he got those holes all over the place. Ringo picks up and goes, I've got a hole in me pocket. That's it. That's the one. I like that too. <laughs> and, oh, that and you know, when I was reading about the cartoon, those aren't really the Beatles voicing at their themselves. It was somebody else pretends they're Beatles. Hmm. That's really <laughs> yes. interesting. That's really interesting as well, too. And um and, and also we do have have a have a lot for you as well, too. And of course we have more on more on the Beatles as well, too. And um and, and most importantly, what's coming up for um Megan Pacey as well, too. I'll find out just one minute. Listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. And brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon in paperback and ebook. We'll be back with DJ and promoter and the host of History and Rock and Roll, Megan Pacey, after this time out. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to the Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with DJ and promoter of Coral Springs, Florida, and the history of rock and roll and number one Beatle maniac, Megan Pacey here on the Mike Wagner Show. And Megan, um, what, what can we expect from me in 2022 and 23 and beyond? Well, let's see for myself. Well, well, I want to keep my radio show going. And I want people in the future to know what the old music was like back then. Because in the future, I have to know how it all started. And for myself, I want to keep playing on my violin. I want to keep playing more in the orchestra too if it's classical i can do classical or if i could do i can do if i do american songbooks that would be great for great american songbooks if i play music on broadway i would do broadway or if they do a show on rock and roll with symphonic rock i would do that too i mean that's one of my great moments i wish for the future all right well certainly more, go ahead and, and more positive too <laughs> Yes, definitely, too. And we're looking forward to that. And uh, who do you consider biggest influence in your career? My influence? Hmm. Well, well, let's see. My influence in my career. Well, I, my influence is my violin playing. I mean, I love playing music. And um, sometimes I like to play music that can play more beautifully, like, or sometimes emotionally, too. Sometimes... 
sometimes love songs too. Sometimes it's sometimes 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 I would play more proud on my on my music or for my influence on violin. I want to make it excitement, just like these other DJs does back then as well. Mm -hmm. So, and, and what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Hmm. Advice you can give at this point? Hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, Mike. I'm not sure. Oh, that's okay. We'll let you figure out later as well, too. And I'm going to throw one more thing out there, which I should have thought of. What is your number one favorite, all-time favorite Beatles song and why? Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, there's a lot. I'm going to go with I Want to Hold Your Hand because that's one of the first songs I remember when I first heard the Beatles. I mean, it started ever since I got into it when I was just a kid. I mean, the Beatles... That's the song that changed everything for rock and roll. It's one of my favorites, I'll say. Mm -hmm. And what and where can we find all your um? Where can we find your radio show, your website, and everything at? Okay, well, to find it is www.thehistoryofrockandroll.net, and um, right now it's podcast just for right now. And you can find these past shows on recorded shows. You can check out on my upcoming shows. And also I have a Facebook page called The History of Rock and Roll. So all I do is post histories or I post the upcoming shows. You name them. All right. We'll certainly do that. Once again, we're with uh, Megan Pacey of The History and Rock and Roll from from uh, Coral Springs, Florida and Mike Wagner's show. Megan, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Learned a lot. Looking forward to it soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. And uh, once again, What's your website? How do people contact you? And where can people uh, check you out at? Oh, well, they can check me out on my website, but also they can check me out on my on, on my Facebook as well. And the so, website is? www.thehistoryofrockandroll.net And also on podcast, where can we find you on what podcast platform? Um, well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I have a platform, but my podcast is on my website. All they have to do is find it on the recorded shows. It'll be on there. Okay. We'll certainly check that out. Once again, Megan, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Learned a lot. Looking forward to it soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Live out of your back. We wish you all the best. And Megan, you definitely have a great future. Have you? Thank you. No problem, Michael. I appreciate it. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosin-Zia of Missing. And powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>